Welcome to Success Talks, an exclusive podcast for our Yellow Magazine contributors. Success Talks features life-enhancing interviews with real people in professional roles and small businesses, providing our listeners tools, insights, and thought leadership to help restore life balance and redefine success. Each interview is varied and includes key lessons designed to help you focus your mind, improve productivity, and enable freedom and fulfillment. Enjoy today's episode. To be happy, we need intimate bonds. We need to be able to confide in people. We need to feel like we belong. We need to be able to get and give support. In fact, strong relationships are key, perhaps the key to a happy life. Of course, being alone and being lonely aren't the same things. Loneliness feels draining, distracting, and upsetting, whereas desired solitude feels peaceful, creative, and restorative. It seems to me that there are several types of loneliness out there. Of course, not everyone experiences loneliness in the same situations. For instance, not everyone wants a romantic partner. But for some, The lack of certain kinds of relationships brings loneliness. However impactful loneliness can have on your health, it can lead to personal growth. Today, we have Amanda Karen. Amanda is a founder of Creative Women's Mastermind. This is an online mastermind and co-working community for women working from home, building and growing their service-based business online. She is a creative at heart. She has won event awards, uh, the Sony Radio Award, um, and many more. She's been featured on BBC Bristol, Psychologies Magazine, and numerous media publications out there. She has achieved her dream in the creative industry, and she's been doing that since 2013. She loves to travel and is packed with energy, curiosity, and a sense of fun in her life. And you'll get a sense of that in just a moment. Amanda shared her personal story about loneliness in the September's Yellow Magazine. Her pure vulnerability was shared digitally. And today you get to experience it direct from the writer. Amanda, welcome to Success Talks. How is life treating you? Thanks, Tammy. Thanks for a great intro. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling really good now that I'm not lonely. So it's, yeah, it's really nice to be here and to talk to you about you know, what it was like in the journey. Mm. What was lonely like for you? Can you describe it to us? Yeah, so, so loneliness for me was, well, certainly something I don't want to repeat, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I was on my own for 12 to 14 hours a day, four to five days a week. I had um, moved abroad to be with my now fiance um, partner at the time because he was living, he's an English guy, but he was living in France. And the only way we could really make our relationship work with his schedule was me moving there. And he was working long hours in Geneva. And so, yes, I was on my own in a small French village, not speaking French, thinking, where the hell am I? And what am I doing here? Like questioning everything. And I guess because I was on my own for so long, for so many days of the week, 
I just became, I just started to, to doubt everything. I started to doubt myself. I kind of lost my confidence. And yeah, it was, I get, I think now looking back, I feel like I slipped into a bit of a depression and a sadness. But at the time, I didn't realize it was that. I was just feeling incredibly sad. I'm sorry for myself, I guess, in a way. So yeah, it was it was not a great time. Um, on, in my personal life, when he was back, because he was the only thing I really had out there at that stage, certainly in the early early days out there, you know, it was great when we were together, it was fun and, you know, we were doing lots of things, but it's like when he went, it was like, oh. So it's almost like you have a massive high and then a come down every week. It was just really, really strange. And yeah, it affected, I think, you know, after like a couple of years, it affected my social skills. And I, I didn't even know how to have a conversation with people anymore. It's like, you know, I just didn't even know what to ask. It was really weird. It was really strange. And yeah, it's like, like I said, wouldn't repeat it. I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. It's actually quite cruel. So it's almost like a, a buildup of things. Um, you're saying they're feeling sad, having the highs, the lows. Like, mm. at what point did you go, oh, this is loneliness? How did you know you were at that point? Um, it wasn't an, it wasn't for a long time, actually. It was probably, oh, I don't know, a good year or so later. And I just thought, because, I, you know, I'm an only child. I'm quite used to being alone. And I quite like my time on my own a lot of the time. And I was used to that. Um, however this felt different and I knew that I knew that it felt different so it only really dawned on me a lot later and I just thought am I lonely maybe I'm lonely but then in the back of my mind I was thinking oh it's only old people that get lonely right when they're widowed I know this is my like this is how tapped my brain was at the time because I just thought I can't be lonely I'm only 40 and then I just thought you know what I think you are lonely and the fact that you're 40 is nothing to be ashamed of. So just perhaps own it and try and do something about it. Mm, absolutely, because it's not not just for the elderly. You have, um, there's like a, an epidemic of loneliness for, for our youth. You know, I, I think social media has something to answer for as much as it's given us great benefits to connect with people, but it's that human connection that, deeper connection so you can do so much talking through message but if you're not getting those deeper conversations being truly vulnerable or like in my case I have to be next to someone to feed off their energy that that gives me that like um, refill that's so important Um, so yeah it it can stem from any age yes yeah I think oh well now I believe it can but I think at the time I was like hang on a minute this can't be happening like I'm too young for this you know it was that kind of that classic like this can't happen to me but it does happen to to you you know I'm not immune like anybody else isn't immune so yeah it's and I I hear you like I'm I'm more extroverted I think than it well I know I'm more extroverted than introverted and like you I feed my I get my energy from other people you know I love having those conversations I love having fun in my day and and company and it's just so important and I think when you work from home on your own, you're missing that going out to work and having those water cooler moments, you're chatting to your, you know, your colleagues. You don't get any of that working from home. So you have to, it's down to you to, to keep yourself buoyant and motivated and bring fun into your day. And that's really hard when you don't have that and you're 
cut off from your friends and family like I was when I was abroad and mm. I know it's great that we have you know we've got zoom and everything else now but I wasn't in the headspace <clears throat> to want to talk to them because I was feeling miserable and I didn't want to be a burden on them so I was like I don't you know I just kind of retreated and went into a shell I guess into my shell of protecting myself yeah, absolutely. And you think, um, or like my perception before I read your article was that if you lived in another country, surely you should be happy. There's so much to see and do. But that's great. But if you're doing that on your own, yeah, it's uh, as wonderful. Yeah. You know, I think that's also what I was struggling with is that to everybody else, I looked like I was living the perfect life. And I, I was living this perfect, you know, in this rom-com. And <laughs> that's how I describe it, you know. I, um, rom-coms, they have a lot to answer for. They do, don't they? Yeah. But, you know, I met this guy in the Christmas market, I, very naturally. He was a pilot. We went travelling because of the discounts. And, you know, we lived in the mountains. It was all very romantic, right? It sounds perfect. But no, the reality was far from that. You know, he was away for a lot. I was on my own a lot. And yeah, it, yes, of course there were highs. Don't get me wrong. We did, did have lots of great moments. We still do. But yeah, I think I think people get, you can, you can be judged too quickly. We all know that. <clears throat> and yeah, and people were judging, I guess. And I know, I remember one comment from a lady actually out in France. She said, oh, well, we can't feel too sorry for you. And at which point I was just like, oh, you know. My heart's broken. <laughs> yeah. And I, well, I, I was just like, yeah, well, you know, I just didn't even know what to say because I was already feeling so sad and lost. And, you know, I was losing my identity being out there. I was losing who I was as a person and who I knew back in Bristol as, you know, in my old former life. And then, you know, I meet this person who's actually standing on our drive and she just comes out with this really cool comment and I just thought you've absolutely no idea what I'm going through how bloody dare you well that's the thing isn't it people probably just don't know and they think no. they have well they have their own thoughts about it and yeah. um, it's not until you really experience it for yourself that you go oh actually this is what it is this is what it mm. feels like and looks like and this is the impact it's having on me exactly exactly mm. yeah and it did have a big impact not just on me personally on my business so yeah, well, you, you went through this challenging time and clearly it's not like that for you now. So how did you overcome these thoughts? So I realised that if, so I, I went through something at uni, I lost my mum at uni and I suppressed that grief for like, I think it was about 12, 13 years. And I could see that pattern emerging again. So I was suppressing my thoughts and feelings about loneliness. I wasn't fronting up to my partner and saying, this is how I feel. And I, and I just, it was, I, I don't remember how long it was, but it was after a period and I just thought, I cannot suppress, I have to be honest, I can't suppress, because I know what damage it did before. And I, was, I just thought, I've got to voice it. I've got to voice my concerns and how I feel. And he was great. And, and, and we were just quite pragmatic about it. I think at a certain stage, we were like, well, how can we, you know stop you feeling like that so I've got a radio background and there was a English-speaking radio station in Geneva which was about an hour's drive from us in Switzerland and I volunteered for them so I went in there once a week and I did a travel show with my travel blog because obviously we were traveling quite a lot as well 
So I did that and that was great. I could be around English people. I could be around creative people. I was in a comfort zone that I knew in a world I knew of radio, albeit I'd worked in it quite a long time before. So that was great. And then that gave me a stepping stone also to work in the creative agency next door as a, an event freelancer. And then that kind of led to a part-time job. So I needed to be around English speaking creative people. And like you've just said, you know, you feed off other people's energy. And I just, I needed that. And actually I called time on my business. I called time on being online. I actually took myself offline for, I don't know, it was about nine months or so. And I just thought, I just need to get away. I need to be around people. So, and that's how I, that's how I dealt with it. And it was the best thing, best thing I ever did. But obviously you still have, well, I still had thoughts that I wanted my business. You know, I wasn't happy working for somebody else. I was happy working for somebody else at that time. But after a period of time, I knew that I wanted to be my own boss and also the, the, the goals and the plans me and my partner had or have didn't involve me working for somebody else. We needed that location independence. We needed that freedom and flexibility. So I knew I wanted to get back to being, having my own business, but at that time it wasn't right. And I knew I, I needed to call time on it. And it was the best thing I did. The best thing. Yeah, good. You have me. to solve the problem that you're facing and exactly. then stabilize yourself before launching yourself again. So where did that then lead you? So, yeah, after, the, so I kind of worked for them for, so I freelanced initially and then I worked part-time. I think I ended up doing three days a week. And, you know, I, was, I, I guess it's, it's led me now to create a women's mastermind because it was in those evenings I was working and like, oh, I got all this time back because I didn't have an online business anymore. I didn't have to be on social media. It was quite amazing, quite, um, you know, rejuvenated in some ways. And I, but I said to Chris, I was like, I know I want to work for myself. This piece was missing for me. I was working, you know, because when I was, working at home as a freelancer the piece that was missing for me was the connection connection with other people Facebook groups weren't doing it for me because of the like mental and kind of mental and emotional health state I was in and my lack of confidence at that point so I was talking through what how can I how can I bring these two together how can I bring people online but make it feel more connected and that's how I came up with creative women's mastermind so it was really solving a puzzle and solving my own problem because I thought I can't be the only one going into a Facebook group thinking this isn't serving me in any way. I want more, connect you know, I want to get to know these people. I want more connection. I want to see them on a the screen. I want to get to know, like, and trust them. You know, we talk about that all the time online, but I didn't feel like I was getting that. I didn't feel like I knew these people. So yeah, connection was the missing piece of the puzzle. And that's why I came up with online co-working and masterminds and we meet every week and it's great and that's how crazy women's mastermind was born <laughs> oh no that's wonderful you've just turned it completely around and, and used it as a as a positive so that's that's wonderful mm. to hear and um, so for anyone that's listening to this that will uh, may be suffering with loneliness what one key advice would you give to them so the one thing that kept me going throughout is the mantra this is temporary it will pass and that really saved me on more than one occasion. And I just thought, and I just kept holding on to the vision that, you know, one day we will move on. One day I will work for myself. And you have to, 
you have to just keep that alive and it, and it can be really tough some days I think being kind to yourself and giving yourself what you need in that moment is key because I think we're all too guilty of thinking ahead and striving for what we want in the future but actually forgetting where we are now and actually sometimes you just need what you need now forget about the rest give yourself what you need remember this is only temporary and hold on to your vision and it will change it will change <laughs> yeah. oh, and that fills me with so much joy uh you're right I, I hear it time and time again people are just always focused on the future or they're just completely stuck in the past and it's like well what about right now yeah are you present you know are you feeding your body what it needs mentally emotionally physically yeah, uh, right now it has a lot to answer for. So yeah, yeah. I suppose the, your summary there is to take that time to connect with the bigger picture. What is your vision? And mm. serve yourself now as it stands. Yeah, yeah. And figure, figure out what it is that you need. So you, if, you're, if you're feeling lonely, you will need some kind of contact or connection with somebody. Who is that person that you feel safe with that isn't going to judge you, that you can actually open up to? And, you know, and it's funny, actually, when I did start opening up, I felt I felt better as a person. I didn't like feel like I was carrying this emotional load. And, you know, and then I fessed up online when I was ready, like quite a lot later. And actually, the amount of support I got was incredible. So you'll be surprised at how people support you. You think they're going to react and respond in a certain way. But actually, they're your friends and family. and They love you and they will support you. So oh good so do you have any services or products that are available to the listeners that'll help them to go to yellow yes yeah, so um as in go to yellow well so the expression go to yellow is about a fulfilled energized happy positive life uh, so any of your services that lead someone to that yellow life uh, uh, do you have anything available yeah so well Creative, on creativewomensmastermind.com, you will find um, that you can join a free co-working session, which I highly recommend. So if you are working at home all the time on your own and just feeling a little bit, you know, out of sorts or low or whatever, come and be focused, get productive and have some fun, like meet some amazing women. So there's lots of us doing it from all around the world. So you can come and try that. Um, I also run a virtual networking event once a month called Solopreneur Social, which does what it says on the tin. Great time to socialise, get visible and network with like-minded women as well. And I also offer business coaching. And how can the listeners get in touch with you? So if you go to creativewomensmastermind.com and there's a contact form on there and you can, you can book a free call with me as well and we can have a chat. Oh, brilliant. Amanda is available to support you, guide you, inspire you on a journey to yellow. Reach out to her today. Help is there. It's always there. But you have to take the first step. Details can be found in the description. Amanda, thank you for your words of wisdom today and in the Yellow magazine. May your life be yellow. Oh, thank you, Tammy. Thank you.